You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I hope you are having a good start to your week. On today's show, we're going to actually take a step back from the positional previews. I'm going to give you a break and kind of talk about a few other things. We're going to get into some recruiting news. We're going to look at transfer portal news. I'm going to talk a little bit about Charlotte North, and I promise you I will make it interesting because I'm going to talk about why she may be the best Boston College athlete that BC has had in the past decade, and I'll explain why. And finally, we're going to get into um, the news about Massachusetts reopening after COVID-19. So we're going to jump into all three of these segments on today's show. Now, let's look at recruiting news first, and I want to talk a little bit about Joseph Griffin II or Joseph Griffin Jr., uh, depending on where you see it. He is a wide receiver out of uh, Springfield. He plays with William Watson, who many of you who are following recruiting uh, know he's going to be probably the hottest quarterback in the area in 2023. They play for one of the best teams who also just released that they're going to be playing against IMG Academy. Now, if you're following college football recruiting news, you know, IMG Academy is like the um, like hotbed for NFL level recruits and top four or five star recruits. They produce tons of talent. So this team in, in Springfield is going to go and play this Florida like, you know, football factory next year. It's a big deal. So there's been a whole bunch of news with Griffin uh, over the last couple of weeks. And I'm kind of going to kind of recap some of it so you get the, the whole gist of it. So Griffin... Um, he committed to Boston College. He's a wide receiver uh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, one of the first guys that Jeff Halfley got in the class of 2022. And, uh, you know, he had just a kind of a slow start to his recruitment. Not really a lot of interest, but it has absolutely exploded over the last couple weeks. First of all, he gets his fourth star from 247 Sports. Big deal, right? So he's now a four-star wide receiver. And like shark with sharks with blood in the water... Notre Dame sees that and tries to pounce and they try to off. They offer Griffin. He sticks with Boston college. So again, big news, you know, you, when you get a Notre Dame offer, that's a big deal. That's a school that, you know, everyone wants to go to, but he sticks with BC. And from what I've heard, he's pretty loyal to Boston college. So this is not something that he's going to uh, back off on, at least from where he's at right now. Next, he goes to rivals camp this weekend in New Jersey. And he is the MVP of wide receivers. Now, I'm not sure how many wide receivers were at the Rivals camp, but that's a big deal. And on top of that, he's invited to the five-star camp. Now, this is a camp where he can show out and get that fifth star. That's a big deal. So you you all out there that have been asking, can Boston College get a five-star recruit? Joseph Griffin the second, or jo- Joseph Griffin Jr., excuse me. I'm going to keep messing that up. He is on the verge of that because if he has a big camp, look out. He will get that fifth star. And the way things are going, I mean, if if he if he's not going to move off his Boston College offer uh, commitment for Notre Dame, I don't see him moving for anybody. Maybe Clemson, uh, maybe BO team or LSU. But right now, he seems pretty uh, set on playing at Boston College. So for all of you that have been hoping like, hey, AJ, when is Boston College going to get a five-star recruit? 
they might already have one. And he was only a three star about two months ago. So this is a kid that's got a hat. has an exploding recruitment going on and he's in our backyard. So this is like everything you want from a Jeff Halfley recruit. So, you know, for all the times that we missed on Quiddy pay or Christian Wilkins, those big four or five star recruits that are in our own backyard in new England, Joseph Griffin might be that turning point. And not only that, maybe if they get him, they bring Watson with him and they're going to get another four or five star to go along with that. So get excited because Joseph Griffin Jr. is a big deal and he's going to be a major factor, especially if Zay Flowers leaves after next year. He could be jumping right into that starting lineup pretty quickly. Uh, A little bit of transfer news. I saw uh, Mike Farrell tweet that um, Trey Barry is uh, a recruit from Jacksonville State. He was one of the he was first team uh, all eight all American at Jacksonville State at tight end, and he had according to Farrell has a final three of Ole Miss, FSU, and Boston College. Now I, I've you know whatever you want to get for in terms of information, I could tell you that I know BC's in really good shape with him. I'm not sure where that's at right now, but keep your eye on that one. Is all I'm going to say. Finally, looking at basketball recruiting, Boston College basketball over the weekend offered DeSante Brown. I hope I get his name right. He is a guard from uh, Brewster Academy. He, you know, BC with a new coaching staff is going to be a little behind with the class of 22. So Earl Grant and his staff have their work cut out for them. But DeSante Brown is a four star guard. He, you know, he played at the same school as the the Langford brothers. if they if he can work it, that would be a huge. That would again another good step in the right direction for this program if they can get a guy like him. But it's going to be a lot of work, so that's just a new name to keep on your radar. And finally, I talk a lot about Boomer Sooner or whatever his name is, ATL Boomer on Twitter that comes out with those lists. He he did his top fifty today of centers, and get this, he has Alec Lindstrom at number one, and I think you're going to hear a lot of that. I think Alec Lindstrom. Probably not just with, you know, Twitter people who are making lists. I think when they get to like all American preseason, I wouldn't be surprised if if Lindstrom gets some preseason uh, all American love. So he's an interesting one to watch. And I thought that was an interesting uh, start to what could be an interesting offseason for this offensive line. Now, in a moment, we're going to talk about the big news in Massachusetts as we move on, hopefully from COVID-19 for good. But if you like this podcast, let me tell you about Locked on ACC. It's hosted by Candace Cooper. She is joined every week by a rotation of Locked on co-hosts, including myself, and ones from FSU, Syracuse, NC State, you name it, we have it. Uh, you want to check out her show. She's talking all about the ACC football schedule this week, and I'm going to be talking about Syracuse football. And I, you know, I'm going to get some good shots in on there. So if you like... Uh, but, you know, just football talk or, or ACC sports talk, check out Locked on ACC. It's anywhere you look for podcasts. Now, let's talk a little bit about rockauto.com. Are you in the process of doing some work on your car? Why spend 30, 40, 50, 100% more at a uh, store than you would if you went to rockauto.com? Rockauto.com is a family owned business serving auto park customers online for 20 years all you need to do is head over to rockauto.com you put in what make and model you have and they will show you everything that they have whether it's tail lamps um motor oil whatever you need they have it go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car and make sure you write locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com 
This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Uh, I hope you're having a great Tuesday. As I always say, check out BC Bulletin. I'm the editor and publisher. We have all sorts of great news. And one of the news stories that I brought up on the site on Monday had to do with the state of Massachusetts. Now, last week, President Joe Biden, he uh, rescinded the mask mandate, meaning that most people who are vaccinated are allowed to go out into public without wearing their masks and they could do anything. And so there was a, it was expected to be a trickle down effect in most states that most states are now going to kind of follow suit and do the same thing. And, and let me just preface all of this by saying this is not meant to be a political conversation at all. I am not getting into politics. This is just talking about what's going on and how it affects Boston College. So on uh, Monday, Charlie Baker announced a press conference and he announced that the state of Massachusetts is going to be fully open 100 percent on May 29th. That's the uh, Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. And that that means everything. Businesses, nightclubs. And that also includes stadiums. Now, shortly after Baker made his statements, the Red Sox in Fenway Park and Gillette Stadium, where, who host right now the New England Revolution, announced that they are going to go up to 100% right away. That didn't include TD Garden, which is a little bit different because it's an indoor venue. We'll have to wait to hear what they're going to do. Uh, but two of the three big, uh, so two big stadiums in the state of Massachusetts are going to go with full capacity, which is great news. If you're a if you're a sports fan, no more 12, 25%. They're going to let everyone in and go for it. Now, this is important for anyone who is looking forward to Boston College sports. Now, BC sports are basically done. You have baseball this weekend, which obviously is before the 29th. And then lacrosse, I believe, goes to more regional places. So like they're going to have their own spots after this round. So there will not be any more sports on campus. But now you are set to have a full alumni stadium come September. Now, you you know, BC for months now have been selling tickets for the upcoming 2021 football season. Jeff Halfley has spoken many times at press conferences, I've been there, about how much he hopes to have a full stadium when he enters with his team against Colgate come September. They're going to be able to have that now. And that is a big deal. Now, as I've said, you know, in a couple of weeks, recruiting is going to go back to normal. That's going to be a big deal for Halfley. But what I think is going to be an even bigger deal, and it's going to actually show people that Boston College fans do exist, is that when football opens up, when Halfley enters that stadium, where I'm sure he'll be in black, with his team, they are going to go ballistic. You're going to get a full alumni stadium. I'm sure. I mean, it's Colgate to start, but fans are, are are on board with this team, and I think they're going to be on board right away. And that's going to show recruits big things too because they're going to see a fan base that is more rabid than they could have thought because most, you know, Boston College has this reputation of fan bases, of, of a fan base, excuse me, that's kind of lackadaisical. But we know it's kind of a sleeping giant that there are fans out there that really want to be engaged with this program that want to make BC football their, you know, their passion. And I think Jeff Halfley is going to activate that. So, you know, some people are nervous and it's understandable about the, about this, this, the new order from Charlie Baker, but 
what you know we have plenty of time now so we'll be able to see by september if this works and i hope it does i think you know we in massachusetts it sounds like the vaccination rates like at like 70 percent for at least one shot so the state's in good shape the students are going to be completely vaccinated the, the players and coaches have to be vaccinated by by rule of Mass- uh, boston college so it should be safe and so we're looking at things getting to a new normal and you know I am so excited about this as just even just as a journalist, if I if I take off my fan hat just to have fans there, it's a completely different. It's a it's a it's a different feel, you know, watching a football game with cardboard cutouts and fake noise isn't the same to watch fans going berserk, you know, when Phil Jerkovic escapes a, a, a sack and he makes a big play to Zay Flowers that is. That feeling that you get from the audience, the feeling that you get when they when they rise and that that swell in Alumni Stadium, you have to miss that. Even if if you're just there to cover the team, it's special times and it it's what makes sports special. It's it was nice last year to have sports because we all needed escapes while you know the the pandemic was surging. But to have the ability now to get there to celebrate with your family and friends and other alumni. It's going to be something even better. And, you know, it's three months away, so hopefully everything gets there and we'll be okay. But I'm so excited, and I know a lot of you are are too, and this is a great moment. So, um, yay, we get some good news. And let's go in a moment. We're going to get into even more good news, as I'm going to talk about Charlotte North. And I know some of you out there don't care about lacrosse, but I'm going to tell you why you should care about her and why her, her play is something special at Boston College. But let's jump into Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is in full swing, and you can bet on all of it at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online and make sure you sign up for your free account. And when you put your first deposit in, Bet Online is going to give you a 50% welcome bonus if you use promo code LOCKED ON. Again, head on over to betonline.ag and use promo code locked on. They're going to give you 50%. That is a win right there. We know bookies do, uh, books do not like to do that. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. I have I've harped on it already, but I want to encourage you if you have not done so, I am doing uh, a lot of work with premium content on bcbulletin.com. If you sign up, you're going to sign up for just a doll for the first month. It's $60 for the year. That's all it costs. And I'm giving you expert recruiting news. I have at least, I'm going to try to give you a, 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 a piece of nugget a day or some analysis a day that you're going to get. And it's going to continue to improve. It's going to be the best investment that you can make. So head on over to bcbulletin.com and sign up for premium uh, access to the site. And I hope you enjoy it. Now, Yesterday, I I talked about the women's lacrosse team. And for you guys out there that don't care, I I want you to stick through this conversation because I will make you care by the end of this. You know, women's lacrosse at Boston College has been on the precipice of being on the the, like premier team on campus. Now, they don't get the ratings that football gets. They don't get the money that football gets. I get that. But they do have some of the best players in the nation on a team on Ch- in Chestnut Hill. 
And one of the best players I have ever seen at Boston College in the last 10 years is Charlotte North. Now, what do you why why would I say that? Now, first of all, as I said yesterday, I am not a lacrosse fan. I've never played lacrosse. I hardly ever watch lacrosse. But I know greatness when I see it, and Charlotte North is that. Now, if you put her stats out, right? So the the biggest thing about North is her scoring prowess. She scored 86 goals, which is second in the nation right now. And goals per game, she is currently fourth, but one player doesn't really count. She's not. She only played one game, and one played for Kennesaw State, which... You know, if you watch football, you know that like certain divisions are not as good. So I don't count that either. So she's good for second in the country. And the other, the one in front of her is a Northwestern player. So she is on point to possibly win the Tawartan Award for MVP of um, college lacrosse. Now, that's the same type of award as the Hobie Baker, the Heisman. So it's like those like really premier trophies and and you know lacrosse obviously is not as big as those sports but it is a big deal if she wins that so who could like if you're going to look at the te- last 10 years so we're going back to 2011 who would be the top players that you think of so if, if you were going to go with football 2011 you have Luke Eakley's big season so you know Charlotte North came from Duke she only had one year at Boston College Keekley, this was his final year, I believe, with the Eagles. And this was the year that he went ham on getting all the awards. You know, this was a team when BC was terrible. They were 4-8. and eight, But he was incredible. So Keekley would probably, in the last 10 years, be the best player. I mean, you could argue Andre Williams. But, I mean, even he wasn't, like, I mean, he was top, near the top in terms of, you know, Heisman candidacy. But, I, I you know, if I'm talking football, the best player Boston College has had since 2011 has to be Luke Keekley. That's That's my choice. Hockey, the last 10 years, my choice would be Johnny Gaudreau. And he would be a tough choice like to, to vote against, right? Because he won the Hobie Baker in 2012. He won a national championship. He was very key. He had that big goal against uh, uh, Ferris State in the national championship. So he would be my choice. So you have Keekly, you have, um, you have, sorry, uh, Johnny Gaudreau. Basketball. I almost don't want to put anyone on here, but I'll I'll say Jerome Robinson probably would be the best player in the last year. And I mean, he was, I don't even think he was all ACC when he was here, but he was a first round draft pick. So Jerome Robinson, but he's like way lower than the other two baseball. You're going to put Justin Dunn or um, Chris Shaw. But again, those guys, they were just basically all ACC level. So they're, they're, they're down there with Jerome Robinson. And then I think it's fair if you're talking um, any sport, male or female, you talk women's hockey because women's hockey for a while was really good. And in the last 10 years, you'd probably want to look at two players, Alex Carpenter and Daryl Watts. Now, Daryl Watts, they both won the Patsy Katzmeyer Awards, which is the, the MVP. So it's basically the Hobie Baker for women's hockey. And, you know, Daryl Watts, when she was with BC, had a heck of a year. When she won, she scored, I believe, 82 points which she did, and then she moved on to Wisconsin. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put her down a little bit because she, she left to go to Wisconsin, but she was obviously a very good player. And then Alex Carpenter uh, also played for the Eagles and won the 2015 Katzmeyer Award. And when she, you know, she's had a huge career. Uh, when she was in college, she had 81 points. So, you know, pretty similar to what Watts did. So there's your, there's your list. So coming down to it, 
I would think I'm going to eliminate Robinson, the baseball players, and look at from there. So Luke Keekley, obviously like a premier player, Hall of Famer at, at linebacker. Was he better at his at his game than what Charlotte North does in, in lacrosse? That's a hard question, right? Now, I would give North the edge if BC can win the national championship. If they can somehow get past UNC and Syracuse and win this, she may get it. Now, the women's, they haven't won either. So maybe Gaudreau is the top because... He won a national. He won a natty. So all of those guys, maybe I'm going to probably have to put Luke Keekley a step below. Even though he was transcendent at linebacker, his team stunk. <laughs> and as well as he played, he you know, those those teams were still really bad. So I can't, you know, I'm going to go with the guys that lifted their teams to high levels. And I know that's not fair because you know, all of these other sports had like premier players around them and they didn't have Frank Spaziani coaching them. So I, you know, I'm going to have to put Keekley down. To me, it kind of goes between the women's hockey players, Johnny Gaudreau and Charlotte North. And Johnny Gaudreau probably gets the notch because they won a natty. And then the women's hockey and then Charlotte North are kind of there. So for me, I'm going to go. Here's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Johnny Gaudreau is the best in the last 10 years followed by Charlotte North, followed by Daryl Watts, and then Alex Carpenter. Those are my top four, and then Keekley's right there. And I know many of you are going to yell at me and scream at me, and that's okay. Um, I'm trying to just, I'm trying to envision per sport, like, who is the best. And so, Johnny Gaudreau gets it, but Charlotte North is right there. And if she wins the Twarton and the National Championship, I'll re, I'll re-rank this after today's game, uh, after those games, because, um, you know, Gaudreau himself was really good, but he also had a ton of talent behind him. He had, you know, Kevin Hayes and all these other guys that were, you know, ended up in the NHL. Charlotte North has good players with her, but she does everything. Like if you watch these games, I mean, she's, she's breaking scoring records all over the place. So if she wins that natty, I'm going to put her above, I'm going to put her above Gaudreau, but that's, that's a big jump for her. She has to be able to beat UNC and Syracuse, which she hasn't done yet. So we'll have to see where that goes. So I hope I didn't bore you with some lacrosse talk and um, maybe you disagree with me. If you disagree with me, go on Locked on BC late. Uh, give me your thoughts. Tell me who you would pick as the best athlete in the last 10 years. And let me hear about it. This is AJ Black. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, give us a five-star review on Apple. I know some of you have been listening, and I have a ton of five-stars. I want to do a five-star Friday, giving out uh, props to all of you that do that. So go on to onto Apple iTunes, hit five-star, and then just write anything. You can write, AJ told me to write a good review. It doesn't matter. Just write something good about why you like this podcast. It'll help my podcast grow, and I'll appreciate every moment of it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I'll be back again tomorrow. We'll figure out what we're going to do. I think I'm going to probably talk about the running backs. We'll jump back into those positional previews. And unless something big happens, I have to say that every time. Like We're talking about previews on each position, but if you know news breaks, I'm going to talk about that. So there's a lot of news today I wanted to talk about. So we'll be back again tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.